0: hey readers that's on the go handling your business that's cool this is the web page we on my name is shan and we got kiki and casey on this show and it's basically an on-the-go book club this season is season 13 and we are reading don't believe everything you think go ahead and pick it up order it from amazon new or used. we got you all right now enjoy the show but don't say I didn't tell you it was a great book and catch on too late. Let's hop in this thing. Mario. Let me see where Casey is. a charger i'm here welcome to the so what pays me on bed on the good book club this is episode three kiki will be out today maybe casey i'm not sure we'll see if he pops in if not i'll just review chapters five through nine and we will be out this thing
1: Hola! What's up? Nah, You calling Kiki? i about to say.
0: I thought she said she was gonna be
1: out. Oh, because it was all her thing, and then I was like, I
2: thought
1: she I was know! There.
0: Well, she didn't pick up, so. I
1: mean, oh, is she wanna go? come in, but. on me. What's up? Girl, nothing. Well, something up because that
2: sounds
1: like <laughs> I'm fed up. <laughs> what I told her I would bed like two o'clock this morning, and then I just worked from home today because I was like, I'm not going to get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get up at five thirty and go. So I stayed home. I worked from home. It was cool. Um I learned a lot of shit today.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I'm just. I got a I got in casey mode of all right, this is what's going on, this is what's going good. Now what we gonna now what we gonna start doing for um, twenty twenty three niggas, like how we gonna get shit going. Yeah. And I just thought about it and then I was like, okay. And then like I was just talking to Drew and talking about like, bitch, I don't see myself like ever retiring. Like I see myself being an old ass man, still working. And enjoying mm-hmm. what I do, but I but enjoying what I'm doing because one they paying me good money and mm-hmm. I have tons and tons of flexibility. Mm-hmm. I said versus all these damn people that's especially with the black community talking about oh you need to be a boss a boss a boss everybody need to be a boss 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 mm-hmm. and I said yeah that's cute but uh, if everybody's a boss then who you gonna call at the what? bank? Who
2: you gonna yeah. call at
1: the bank if your money fucked yeah. up? Yeah, it's gonna be a machine, who gonna... right? Who, gonna, who 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 repairing your car? Yeah, who doing this? Who doing that? Like so, like you you still need people to work. And then I said, not everybody is meant to be a boss or on their own business. No. And then I'm telling him about uh, how I saw this boy that go to Clark. I saw his TikTok. And um, the lady Pinky who owns Lily Vegan, that one year that she was a keynote speaker at the graduation, she bought everybody in that graduation class an LLC so they go start their own business and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That boy stitched that video with his video and he was like, "Girl, I, I want this. Mm-hmm. Like, I want an LLC." And then I'm, like I'm saying, like not er- not everybody wants to own their own business. Yeah. And another thing with black people is, like, black people talking about, oh, get an LLC, the LLC, go write all that shit off on your taxes. Yeah, you can, but after two years, if the government don't see that you're not making no money, bitch, this is a hobby. This is considered a hobby, and you can't do it as a business no more, and you can't write it off on your taxes anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I said, now the whole new thing with black people is an escort. Mm. And paying your kids allowance and writing it off on your taxes. And I'm just kind of like... Yeah, but if you still not making no money, the government's gonna be like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, like where did
0: you get the money to pay your child this?
1: Right. Yeah. So if you got more, if you got more money going out than in, it's kind of like, "Bitch, what's the point?" Yeah. Yeah. So that w- that w- that's that's where my frustration lies today. <laughs> well, for <laughs> the past couple of seconds.
0: Well, no, that's, oh, under- that's
1: understandable. Why well, we get him? Who left this black man? It's popping, Shan. It's popping,
2: Cassie. It's cutting through. You. you get me? Stereo team. Another to say King Metro. London.
1: Shout out. It's- you get me. Hey, Hello. Hello.
0: What's up, Brianna? Um,
1: hey, Brianna.
0: I agree with you. Like, a lot of people are not meant to. an entrepreneur or the boss or the manager or even in charge of their time because a lot of people lack time skills a lot of people organization and to work for yourself you have to be really organized you have to be consistent and you have to be willing to still work and show up when you're not getting business or when it's shitty day and you have to deal with all the problems unless you have the overhead to hire somebody else that ain't for everybody Um, I think when Pinky offered that she was thinking like let me give them an out on trying to figure out if they have something they like to do clearly they do that's why they're here at school Mm -hmm. and there's so many things that if you have an LLC you can get and get more resources to not have to pay things out of your pocket. But
2: right.
0: it's it's kinda like, let's say tomorrow they was like, you know what, black people, let's give you your reparation. Here's forty mil for each person that's here in America that's black. If Let, you ain't LLC
1: what? L L C who? Like people gonna be like, bitch, fuck all that.
0: But even that, even with that, if you ain't never had more than five thousand dollars to your name you're going to fuck up that money because yeah. it's a it's a whole mindset and teaching that goes behind having an LLC right. that's why you know Greg and I did an episode about content creators what you can write off as far as your taxes mm-hmm. next year so you're not losing what you put in this year a lot right. of things on there people didn't know they can write off and when people say you can write that off on of your taxes a lot of it is not you can write a hundred percent of this off of your taxes it's a certain percentage for certain shit and right. that's why having a conversation before giving somebody something is super important so i understand why he was like i don't want this because some people that's not their goal some people they want to go to a job be under the radar Love the days when nobody knows that they're there. Work, clock the fuck out, and not have to think about that job until they come back in on their schedule day.
1: Right. And some people like the most. Freaks. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I was just saying some people are control freaks and they want to be absorbed in the job.
1: Yeah. Like for me, I know for me, it stresses me out to think about one thing twenty four seven. And I feel like as a business owner, I'm going to be thinking about this shit all day, every day. day. I'm not, and, and, and to me, mentally, I'm never going to have a day off. Yeah. I'm never going to have a vacation. Even if I say I'm off on vacation, I'm not on vacation. Right. Because I'm still checking emails. I'm still doing this. I'm still doing that. I'm still seeing the shit is getting done like how I'm supposed to. And... I don't want to do that. I want to go to a job, and when I'm on PTO, you bitch, you got my out of office. I see when I get back.
2: Yeah.
1: I want to clock out at four o'clock, and not pick this shit back up until I get up at seven in the morning and clock in at eight o'clock. Like yeah. that's that's the, that's how my mind is, and that's how I work. And I don't understand like, like I to me the people at my job that love their job that even on their days off are still checking emails, still checking voicemails still responding to team messages and stuff like that. In my mind, people like that need to own a business.
0: Or they could be deflecting. Sometimes why some so absorbed into something that looks great on this end is because you don't see their other shit that they're ignoring in their life you know what i'm saying so like let's say that's why a lot of people that especially are in a position to care for other people let's let's say social worker oh my god that's such that's such a great thing that you do you're a social worker or you know you're a judge and then you go to their house and they're a fucking hoarder and you can smell their house to the door because there's something in their life that's off balance that they're ignoring and so they just throw them whole, their whole selves into work and then you just oh my god this is where you live like, it's a completely different person so I I feel like you appreciate people where they are but mm-hmm. it's unhealthy to just throw your whole life into somewhere that will easily replace you yeah You know, so that's why it's super important for people to take your off days. Each month at my job, I take two days off for no fucking reason. I have nothing planned. I have nothing in particular I need to do. But if I want to make a plan for that day, I will. Mm -hmm. But I think if you can't step away from what you do on a consistent basis that helps you have the lifestyle that you have, you're not going to see any other spaces of changing for the better or improving or you're not going to catch any mistakes in what you're doing because you just think that is your way has been the greatest way all the time like today when you said you know you just got into the job and you're looking at other positions in the job most people don't look at positions in the job when they get a job they just like this is my job this is what I do and then somebody on the outside of the job be like, oh, I saw this job posted at your um, company, da, da da What? What is that? I ain't never heard of that. Because you ain't look.
1: Right. Like, so. today I had a training with a girl in um, another department who um, she works in um, as a what's it called? a catastrophe model analyst Mm -hmm. so what they do is they do like um, the catastrophe models for like property risk so they run like insurance to value estimates they do like flood scores and they do like um, earthquake pricing so like they run all those cat stuff in like the different locations like say if I'm running a policy, and the location is in Colorado. Mm-hmm. What they'll do is they'll go in, they'll look at that location, they'll see like if, there's any, if it's close to any wildfires, if it's prone to earthquakes, if it's prone to floods, um, wind, hail, storms, stuff like that, right? So that's the kind of stuff that she does. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking because one of the systems that we use we use it, and she uses it, but what she uses it for is um, to put all that uh, cat pricing in, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to her, and I'm picking her brain, and kind of like, you know, asking what she does, and stuff like that, because I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, because um, <laughs> even though I just started, I want to get information on different departments in case I decide, you know, after my years, of, I want to move about the cabin. Yeah. And, you know, some people don't do that.
2: Right,
1: and I'm the type of person when I get to the job I want to know what everybody do just in case I want to do what they do one day
0: Yeah, or have appreciation for what position you're in right uh, yeah well you know it's just it, I'm just happy that you're at a point where you're comfortable having that discussion about mm-hmm. okay 15 years from now, 10 years from now, what do I want to do or do I actually see myself not having a job to go to or not having a business and what would my everyday look like versus I just want to keep working and know, like, I'm setting aside time for me to do shit and also be on vacation and also see people I want to see and not feel like, oh my god, like, yeah, I retired, but let me go get this cash, this cashier job because I just want a little bit more money. Because a lot of people that retired are going back to work now.
1: Listen. Because of inflation.
0: Yeah. Like, if you don't have, if you retire and you don't have something bringing like, money in mm-hmm. with your retirement, you're gonna get behind because it's not like... You're living out your car, and a whole mortgage mm. gone, or uh, you know, property taxes is gone, so you ain't got to worry about that, unless you right. are, you know. <laughs> but I, I think the re- the reality is, a lot of people today feel like, oh, that's so far from mm. now. I got time. No. No. Nah.
1: Ten years ago, like, by like.
0: Yes, I just I was <laughs> just thinking about it the other day. I was doing the episode. 10 years from now, I'm going to be 45. And 10 years from now, I'm going to be 55. And 10 years from now, I'm going to be this. And so, for me as a mom, all I do is look at my kids.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: At this age, I'm going to be this. What is it that I want to do to be able for them by the time they get to this age? And that's how I'm looking at it. So, I don't... because and, And this is another thing, too. A lot of people don't know themselves. If you know your personality and you want to simplify shit, you don't want to have multiple things to do, Mm -hmm. don't put multiple things to do on your fucking table. No. You know? I'm somebody where I still haven't found, like, all right, I think I'm ready for another human being to, to be around or to care for or to add on to my everyday or my week consistently I don't don't feel that but a lot of women my age might feel that shit Yeah. like what can I add on to my life now that I enjoy that also brings me money not you know in my 20s let me get two more jobs because that's bringing me money I don't really give a fuck about the job I just want the money I can't do that Mm -hmm. My second job is being a mom. And then right. my job that is you know podcasting or expressing myself in a certain way where I don't feel suffocated. Like mm-hmm. I'm afraid myself. But everybody can't do that. And, and you know today's people like to make other people feel bad that what do you mean you don't want more? What do you mean you don't want this? What do you mean you don't
1: want no right?
0: More? Like it's
1: okay but that's not as what as the like... fuck they want that's not what they want why are you worried about what another bitch want
0: as long as they peaceful and they not miserable and they not out here making anybody else's life shittier leave them alone if they love the fact that they wake up at 4am to put on a dicky suit and be a trash man let that man be a trash man right you know if she wants to be a, a traveling nurse let her be a traveling nurse like that shit don't matter and I think that's where people get it fucked up they be asking people who are miserable in the jobs that they chose either which brings me to what I just read you know <laughs> did, you make, did you make goals were your goals created out of inspiration or were your goals created out of desperation a lot of people that hate their jobs they got that job out of desperation facts you know and then if you talk to somebody that got their job out of desperation and they still haven't found a way to exit it and do something they actually love to do they're going to tell you all the shitty things about that job all the shitty things about that company and why you shouldn't work there and why you're gonna hate it Mm -hmm.
2: so
0: yeah life (laughs) you just gotta be careful who you talk to about shit
1: Listen, um, but side note I do like my new job I really do yeah. um, the people I work with are mad cool mm-hmm. it's, I feel like it's super chill it's super laid back as long as you get your work done I feel like I'm at an adult job
0: people with common sense
1: right so I work with people with common sense mm-hmm. it's uh, a lot of young black people um, that work there mm-hmm. And I'm just happy that they're already starting off, like, if, if this is, like, they want to do, like, insurance, I'm glad y'all starting off in a way in, in a way where I feel like this company wants you to grow as an individual
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and not just in this seat for five, ten years. Yeah, if you want to be here for five or ten years, that's great. Mm-hmm if you do it for a year year and a half and decide you want to move up to something else let us know and we'll help you Like they're they're with the shits when it comes to that and I appreciate that Um, I'm just in a space right now where I'm focusing on what I need to do for what I need to do Mm -hmm. I'm also touring a little bit to see what else is out there within the school I mean not the school within the job market in Mm -hmm. that company but i'm also interested in getting into another industry Mm -hmm. because i still have plans to move out of the country (laughs) Mm -hmm. one of
2: these yeah
0: Welcome back to another season of Sewer so Patreon Bae. Did you know that we have a merch shop? Yes, Let's Shop Bear is the merch shop for this podcast. Casey, Kiki, and myself, Shan, created, you know, some merch to go along with the show for those that love books and those that love us. We appreciate you. So if you go on Teespring, Let's Shop you can find all the merch for this season. Enjoy the show! Yay! Something that you can do on a universal level that's not so, like, strict.
1: Right. And then, like, you know, insurance is one thing. Insurance is universal. But different countries have different laws. Yeah. Et cetera et cetera, so.
0: I feel like if I moved out the country and I would work, it would either be something creative that I'm already doing, that mm-hmm. they're paying more for because I know English,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or me teaching something that's like, eyes closed shit, like, oh, you want me to teach art in Japan? Okay, cool. <laughs> or you want me to, you know, uh, teach this in this country in this way because they don't know about that culture. Okay, cool. <laughs> and just, like, have, like, a regular life, you know? Right. Um, yeah, because I, I, I'm happy that we're a part of a generation Just like, you shouldn't be miserable in your relationship and stay. You shouldn't oh, no. be miserable in your job and stay. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be miserable um, living somewhere where you're uncomfortable and you don't feel safe and stay. Where mm-hmm. like, okay, I know the goal was like you wanted to stay here because you grew up here, but fuck it, I'm gonna go to another state or another country and I'm gonna make it do what it do. And so I, I don't, I think our parents are just like, oh my god, are you really gonna risk it and and do that? It's like absurd what we do now and then the generation. Behind us is like, fuck it, like I'm gonna be an adult at 15 and I'm gonna run my company. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like it's a whole shift of mindset with that. Um, so I'm 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 good with it. Because if right. we had if we had more fulfilled, happy people that's actually doing what they wanted to do and not mm-hmm. in fear of stepping out to do it, mm-hmm. it'll be less uh, road rage it'll be less people talking crazy to each other um in stores it'll be less aggression less pettiness because that shit is coming from the fact that you are unhappy with something else and you're just throwing this shit on other people
1: that's a fact that people a lot of people are just misplacing their anger and the shit is ridiculous yeah Like everything, I feel, I I genuinely feel a lot of shit that people do to other people has nothing to do with that person. It has something to do with somebody, with something else that's going on in their life. And -hmm. then they're taking it out on a random bitch in the street.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: (sighs) But I digress.
0: Because when I want to bite something and I ain't got a body that I can bite, and I feel bad after. I just get me a pickle. Listen. <laughs> I get me a very crunchy pickle. Girl. I don't have that.
1: I get one of the ghetto pickles from the cornerstone, put it in the refrigerator to make it cold.
0: Yeah. Oh. Outlets. Outlets are super important.
1: Right. A lot of people don't have that.
0: Yeah, they need it. And a lot of people actually don't need it. You do. And I'm all about outlets that are fucking healthy, not outlets like, I had a stress day, let me go buy some expensive drinks at a bar when I can drink at home, if I, that's what I want to do. But why is, like, the pacifier to life in adulting drinks, smoking, overeating, um, or, like, being messy outside because something else is wrong that you don't want to talk about? Like,
2: right.
1: We have
0: to graduate to some healthy shit, you know? Even, even like, muscle men will tell you, like, I'm not in the gym every day because I want muscles. I'm in the gym every day because I got other shit going on
1: and it keeps my mind off of it. You're right.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: Speaking like, of, I need to contact that gym that does the boxing lessons.
0: Oh, you want to do boxing classes?
1: Girl, I want to do boxing, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm still debating if I want to do yoga or Pilates. Mm.
0: Pilates looks interesting. I love yoga, hot yoga,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, regular uh,
1: yoga. Because I I haven't been in the gym in forever. I went yesterday. Yeah. I didn't go today because um, I told you guys over the weekend, Drew's um, homegirl was in town with her kids. Mm-hmm. And they're not bad guests. It's just like, ooh, it's a lot of people in my house. Yeah. And um, kids already with dogs is a lot. And mm-hmm. Monday I had to work. Well, Monday I worked from home. But Tuesday I went in the office and today I was like, I don't feel like dealing with people. So I'm going to go tomorrow. Um, I'm going to do my regular gym shit. But I just wanted I want to find a gym where I can take classes. They're interesting classes. I get a good workout in. And like on the weekend, I don't have to go to the gym and listen to niggas lift weights. I ain't got to go to nobody's boot camp. I ain't got to hear people smacking around and punching bag.
2: Yeah.
1: Soft music. Deep breathing. And that will set the tone for my week. My work week. Yeah. So for the weekends, I'm debating between yoga and Pilates, and during the week, I'll be doing cardio and a whole lot of weights and a bunch of punching a punch of egg and kicking it. I
2: feel like
0: yoga would be really good for you mm-hmm. um, because it is getting colder, and your joints and stretching is good. And I think taller people. Like, you and Drew tend to have issues the older they get because they're not stretching as much as em- anymore. That's a fact. So I feel like that will be a better bet for right now. Yeah. For this. Um, I don't know. I feel like you would be so exhausted doing boxing right now.
1: Well, day. I did kickboxing before, and I did it twice a week. And when I did it twice a week, it was good. And I'm kind of one of those people conditioning doesn't take a whole lot of time for me. Okay. But I also want to do something I want to do the high-paced physical stuff, but mm-hmm. I want to do something that's going to relax my mind, relax my body on a Saturday and then Sunday I just don't do jack shit.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, let me know what you pick. Um, Sounds interesting. You just reminded me I need to send my rent check off.
1: Mm. I should get automatically deducted every month on the first.
0: Yeah, Ellen's not doing that because everybody's snatching higher percentages from people who collect using different platforms. So mm-hmm. um, I got to do that. And,
1: and I want to buy a new house. What, yeah, I told you what? that I told you I told that, that I want to buy the house.
0: Oh my goodness,
1: you have a time
0: frame or no? So I'm
1: 38, uh, yeah. um, I'm trying to get that done by the time I'm 45.
0: Okay, that's not bad,
1: yeah. So I figured, you know, do some remodeling here. Um, uh, make a couple additional payments on the interest, um, make more money, get my credit back to how it used to be, and I'll be good to go. Do
2: mm.
0: you have an idea of where?
1: I want to stay here in this area. Okay. Um, I'm looking for more, I'm looking for more square footage, more bedrooms, um, a single story or a split level because I don't want mm. that. And a yard because I want a yard for my dogs.
0: Hmm. That'd be nice.
1: And the garage.
0: And a garage. Yes.
1: Two car garage. Yeah. I
0: hate a one car garage.
1: Like what? I feel like it's a waste of fucking space.
0: Listen, my house that I grew up in in Philly was the one house that had a garage. It was kind of like attached to the house and wasn't. And mm-hmm. it was a one garage. And I, when I tell you, I hated that goddamn process of my dad moving one car out and putting another car in and putting cones so nobody don't park in his parking. So I was like, sir, come on, so man. Stupid. So stupid. <clears throat> but yeah. Okay. That's cool.
1: And, um, yeah
0: what's going on with me anything going on with me working
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, it, like these morning like naps quick naps after the girls leave are really hard to wake up from um, oh the sleep is so good Casey oh
1: because I don't know what it is, but, like, that short period that you're out of the bed and then get back into the bed, the bed feels yeah. so much more comfortable.
0: Oh, my God. It's so good. Um, and it's quieter in here when they're not here. It's just mm-hmm. perfect. Um, I just... I'm really... Uh, I feel like I'm watching everything and mm-hmm. observing things and gradually making changes because i feel like you know how january february jobs are just like okay we don't need 60 of these people let's just you know close that off lower that number i feel like it's going to be extreme for
1: 2023 really
0: because of the inflation shit
1: you mean at your job or just in general
0: not just in general
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, because of the inflation shit like these companies don't want to come down on their price for shit
1: oh yeah
0: um and a lot of these jobs don't like the fact that uh a lot of people are finding other ways to make income and they're just like well we should have more of a grip on them instead of them having more options for jobs.
1: Right. And oh, I, side note. Sorry to cut you off. That TikTok yeah. that you sent about that inflation stuff like that? hmm That TikTok that you had posted on your story that got cut off? Yeah. And you just sent it to me so I can finish watching the video.
0: Okay. I'm going to see if, it's, if I can send the full thing in the text group. It probably won't let me if it's over three minutes, but the full thing is on TikTok. Um, I'll see if I can send it to you on there in full. But yeah, basically that's what it was explaining mm-hmm. because nobody really wants to come down in price and everything's so up mm-hmm. um, that they're trying to make it where like, if you don't work here and do the extra OT that's here, then you're just going to be without a job Great. because you can't have more options, which I think is fucking ridiculous because people are only trying to keep their head above water and prepare for what else is coming that's regular. Y'all making shit impossible. Like there was a um a TikTok video of so many people in New York in trailers and vans living out of their park on like a back street in Brooklyn that nobody uses that's a dead end because their rent went up like $2,000. That's crazy. Or or $5,000 and it's just like if if the there the if the job space is not there for people to have options to be able to pay this, you're basically pushing people out. And even here in Atlanta, um there's some apartments that's um going into Atlanta uh, off of a uh, boulevard hmm and them apartments been slowly but surely getting more run down and more run down to so the fact now they got the apartments on the news and it's been deteriorating basically mostly black people live there and just it's been like ran down with rats holes in the wall uh Buildings are falling apart. The roof is coming off, and people are still living in there and right. they had to call like the mayor to get like um a uh, um what's that not a stipend, but like money
2: mm-hmm. from
0: like the state to basically use to move the people into an apartment complex that has better living conditions, and nobody wants to say. All right, if you go five minutes up the street, there's houses that's going for 400K in front of a penitentiary.
2: Yeah.
0: That was, that was, that was, had some very negative, crooked shit going on within it. That's why they moved all the inmates out of there. And now they're trying to use it for a quote unquote rehabilitation center for inmates who are going to come out, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: then you, you go a little bit down the street, like a minute down the street, they knock down all those um, apartments there that were probably going for like $700 for a two-bedroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All them people displaced. They put in the high-rise there. Then you go a little bit further up, they have the um, the goddamn Midtown walk thingy that you can like ride through the city i said why don't you just the belt line you're Mm -hmm. purposely forcing these people out by not fixing their living conditions then once this get enough run down developers are in contracts to buy this property so y'all can put luxury apartments here or condos or whatever. And then whoever used to live here is not going to live here. Then across the street, all them stores there are mm-hmm. going to turn into cafes
1: soon. Um, coffee shops.
0: But you and, know that
1: they were doing that in New York in like the early 2000s. Like the people who um, were like locked into um, like the apartments that were rent controlled. Yeah. Those people that had like six, seven, $800 that were paying like six, seven, $800, $900 rent in New York. Yeah. Like in Brooklyn and stuff like that. Like the landlords were purposely, purposely, purposely not fixing anything. So those people could move out and then they could come in, fix it, and charge somebody else a higher rent. $500, $3, to dollars li- to, to live in that same apartment.
0: Yeah. They do that all the time. My, my, um, my friend in new york uh that was engaged, she grew up in the apartment she was living in as an adult, right mm-hmm. But when she was living in it um growing up, the apartment rent was three k huh. with her parents there, but the apartment each little room was a room.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: she knocked down all the walls throughout the apartment with her fiance and made it like a walkthrough apartment mhm. You would have never think how it was when she grew up that was the same apartment. She's paying 3000 for that apartment, not the utilities, not anything, just the apartment. The mm-hmm. people next door to her, eight people in that apartment, and they were paying, I want to say, close to $10,000 a month.
1: Oh, my God. The, eight
0: people? Eight people. Roommates. It's in the middle of Soho.
1: How many bedrooms?
0: Um realistically if they didn't do any upgrades is one is one bedroom one child like little room that will look like a walk-in closet for us here Mm -hmm. and then the other is like the kitchen and then the usually the bathroom is in where the kitchen is it
1: just has a door and there's eight people living in that shape
0: eight people and then you have the people downstairs um, I know the neighbor they had downstairs. She, her parents, and her were there when she was little. The guy, the black guy, there lived in there with his wife downstairs. Mm-hmm. He started, either him or his wife, started the um, um, special needs education board in New York,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they've been living there for years. And their rent is controlled, but everybody else's rent isn't. So they they always take advantage of people like that there, but that's yeah. like how that industry works. But I'm just like the people here in Atlanta, I'm just like stop acting like this is not a plan to push these people out.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it is. It's a cycle. It's disgusting. Girl, I saw a video a TikTok, one of my friends in Miami sent it to me. It's an apartment complex in one of these, like, worst neighborhoods in Miami called Opa right? hmm This girl said a three-bedroom apartment is going for, like, down there $3,000, right?
0: As is.
1: Right. And the landlord is requiring $8,000 to move in. That's wild. And that apartment is, like, legit and smack dab in the hood.
0: That's crazy.
1: They got shacks in Miami, like literal shacks that need to be like, torn like down. A... That's on like a small little plot of land. They're selling it yeah. for like
0: $300,000. Wow. Wow. They are like purposely annihilating
1: middle class. You're mm-hmm.
0: poor, period.
1: Yeah. It's at this point. It's like it's at this point in life, like how are you surviving if you make less than like sixty thousand dollars? Barely. Crazy.
2: Barely.
0: Um and and I'm not saying you can't, you can, and the only way you do survive is by um credits and allowances. Mm-hmm. and this they give you throughout the year because they don't want to be honest and be like oh yeah this is fucked up let me give you this oh yeah this is fucked up let let me tell you about this resource that we got <laughs> you know there's okay. no way you can make it just doing one thing you you got to be a spider about this shit but uh great great a uh, way to bring in what i read <laughs> <laughs> did you um did you finish five through nine?
1: So I listened to the audio, okay, and I was following along with the book, and it all sounded like the same shit to me that we read in the yes. first four chapters.
0: Like <laughs> he's really stretching this, sir. Because what you are I, really low
1: key stretching. this could have been a pamphlet, and
0: yes, it could. Okay, so basically, um the book we're talking about is Don't Believe Everything You Think by Joseph Wynn. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going over like uh, chapters five through nine. Chapter five is feel what you're thinking um, and thinking positively to feel that way. And he was basically talking about the fact that some negative emotions can be um, helpful. Like, You're having negative emotions because you're in a survival state. You need to be aware of your surroundings. That's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, He was talking about how much you're thinking, um, how much you're thinking, you know, when you're stressed versus when you're happy. When you're happy and you're having a good time and you're around good people, time be moving like this to me. Right. Hey y'all. I appreciate y'all and I hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you for reading with us. We deserve to escape this adulting ghetto mess, all right? Casey, Kiki, and myself appreciate each other and every listener that listens to this show, shares this show, and don't forget to leave a message and a thought on your favorite podcast app. Okay, You could be on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, um, uh, Google, uh, Red Circle, Anchor. Whatever you listen to podcasts on, please leave and rate the show. We appreciate it. We need it. We want to push this show further out there with your help because you're listening. And I appreciate you. Let us know who you are. Let's get back into it. When you're, when you somewhere you how be
1: time flies when <laughs> you're having fun.
0: Yes, Ooh,
1: like that, that, that's literally what happens.
0: Yes. So, like when you're somewhere you that you're you don't want to be, you're miserable. It's annoying people. Nothing's going right. Time is molasses. And so he was saying, like basically, when you're stressed or you're you're not happy where you are or you feel like, oh, I could be doing something else that I actually want to do. That's when you you focus on negative shit more. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And you remember negative shit more because you're thinking when you're in a mindset of negativity or somewhere you don't want to be. When you're happy, it's harder to remember a lot of your happier moments because your mind is not, let's think about this. It's like, this is normal. I feel natural. Let me get, just go ahead and do it, which made sense to me. And um, he was saying, basically, we have to learn how to be in the moments of what we're doing
2: mm-hmm. and do
0: more things that are um, fulfilling. Okay. Then he rolled into like chapter six, how the human experience is created based on three principles. He calls it universal mind, consciousness, and um, thought. No, I didn't eat. All right. <laughs> I am 35 and two humans have came out my vagina and my mom is still asking if I ate. Oh. What a life. Um, universal Mind. He was
1: basically, That's a good thing. Don't take that for granted.
0: It's definitely a good thing. Um, universal Mind. He was talking about feeling whole and fulfilled and at peace and mm-hmm. having your own version of what joy is. Um, consciousness, the second principle is just awareness, um, to what, uh, you bring to life Mm -hmm. and to you think more in a good way and focus in on what you actually want to do. Um, and then thought is the third principle, universal thought, what we think and, um, create from is like an energy source to do other things, which is true. Mm -hmm. like once you cross like some big shit off of your to-do list or your goal your other goals feel a bit more easier because it's not sitting on you
1: right exactly
0: um so that was really good and uh he said if you do those things and you focus on those things it'll alleviate a lot of your suffering or your worry thinking Mm -hmm. chapter seven um, is called, If Thinking is the Root Cause of Suffering, How do we Stop Thinking? Personally, I'm just like, you can't stop thinking if you have common nope. sense. The only way, if you're trying to stop thinking, you can do what drug addicts do, escape route. <laughs> and the escape route is like, <laughs> let me get one of them perks. Um, You know, let me drink till I'm drunk. Let me, you know, get high as a kite and not remember who I am.
1: Not become an addict. <laughs>
0: Yes, like escape, you're escaping. My yeah. thing is like, I don't necessarily want to escape, but I would like to dive, like at least set two hours into what I like to do. Right. Like what is fulfilling to me, where I want to be. Um, it, basically, all you can do is reduce the time that we do spend thinking and dwelling on shit that we can't fix or that mm-hmm. is not good. Um, he was talking about how a clear mind can help you focus and reduce stress, mm-hmm. and most people are not fulfilled, so their minds wander. Oh yeah, which is why an idle mind is a very dangerous thing to have.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. idle mind is a devil workshop.
0: Facts, chapter eight. He was talking about thriving without thinking, and more so on some being the zone and be focused on yourself. And I think a lot of us do that today without noticing where we don't know why we don't want to go out. We don't know why we don't want to be around people. I well, know why. I mean, you know why, but sometimes you can't, <laughs> you can't put your finger on it being one thing. It's yeah. just like, I don't feel like it. I feel like I'm wasting my time doing that. I feel like this is where I need to be. This mm-hmm. is what I need to be doing. Or... I've noticed I've been spending too much time on this and it's not doing anything positive for me. And I got all this shit to do and I'm not doing it. Let Mm -hmm. me just focus on that. And overanalyzing creates doubt and insecurities and fears. Instead of you making like small plans to knock them out. Like you talking about, you know, where you want to be in 10 years or where you want to be in 15 years and breaking it down. Like, That shit is not a long time from now. That shit is like a couple of years from now. Is 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 not far. Like what are you doing now to prepare? Because if you go to any old folks' home Mm -hmm. or you see an old couple in a park and you ask them, What would you you know, tell your thirty year old self? What would you tell your twenty year old self? It's always like take advantage or do more or or try this or save this or put your money here or value the people you have at that time and everybody is always going to be on some i wish i had more time yeah or you know i wish i did this so i think if we're not focused on what we feel like we need to do and what we're passionate about mm-hmm. your gears are going to go by like this because your job was pointless what you were doing with your time outside of your job was pointless mm-hmm. the people that spending it with you probably taking for granted thinking they were just going to stick around and do life with you and they they had other plans because not everybody is just like oh you don't know what you want to do I don't know what you want to do well let's do nothing together like no they're going to drift and try to find people that know what they want to do and po- possibly try to latch on
1: right like nah, like we're not doing that
0: yeah <laughs> so that was interesting and then chapter 9 He was talking about thinking about your goals, your dreams, and your ambitions. Mm -hmm. I feel like between you, Kiki, and myself, we do a lot of that out loud. Like, there's nothing where, you know, we would talk the way that we talk to each other, and then, you know, we see each other and just like, oh, my God, I didn't know that you were into that. Or, oh, I didn't know that that's what you wanted. We're not going to do that because what we want what we want to do, where we're trying to go. We've, we actively on a weekly basis talk about that. Right. You know, so I don't feel like any of us is doing what we're doing out of desperation. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all have different goals and we aspire to be better by researching and trying to find our options. And in in chapter 9, he was talking about how goals are created out of inspiration.
2: Mm-hmm. Those
0: are planned, those you take time, you're learning as you're growing.
2: Right. And
0: those are basically rooted in like desire. You desire to do these things, right? Mm-hmm. And then he said goals created out of desperation are usually urgent, last minute. You lack a lot of planning. You're in like a now mindset. Is usually realistic because you can't see further than where you are. And it's (laughs) lackluster. Right. And I don't, I don't feel like selling yourself short and just doing everything out of desperation will put you in a, in a place that's better than what you do out of what you're inspired about and what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so he said, um, we aren't creating our goals so that we can do something else. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And so when you think about it like that, it's kind of like, damn, if I'm creating my goals and I'm going to do the complete opposite, then let me stop wasting my time creating these goals. If I'm going to make goals, let me just stick to it because this is what I really want. I know this. I wrote it down. I, I see it visually in my head. My job is to, make the small list in between of me getting to those goals and I feel like we all do like a good job of that but it's very hard to be somebody that's trying to focus on your desires when you're around somebody that's just like let's go get this money right now well this is what everyone's doing and I'm happy to say like I don't have any friends that's just like on some desperation shit Mm -hmm. and like we need to be doing this because this is making money if you do that as fast as you get the money as fast as it's gonna go listen so um
1: example airbnb
2: yes yes I like, seen
1: things. like during the height of that shit like I was in the actual like airbnb facebook group and like motherfuckers was like selling airbnb courses Mm -hmm. And offering all these different services and this, that, and the other. And then as soon as the city of Atlanta crack down on that shit, crickets. Mm -hmm. Nobody's doing Airbnb anymore. Mm
0: -hmm. I've just been seeing the backlash on Airbnb through TikTok. And even people who have property and rent it out. The way people are so disrespectful yeah, with other people's places, I'm just like, oh, no.
1: Right. That's another thing. People just don't respect <sighs> other people's shit.
0: The way people be spending their time and investing in giving other people a better experience than going to a hotel and then you come back to clean after you had a guest and your fridge is gone, your doors are gone, your stove is gone, your washer and dryer is gone. Like what 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 people think is like, oh my God, like you own property, you got this going on, or you good, or you got no a lot of people be stressed. Right. Because you're dealing with, yes, some good guests, some good people that appreciate what I'm doing, and you're dealing with some people that's just always out to get somebody because they got got. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm just like, you know what? If you have the patience to do what you do, great. If you have the mindset and the grind to see this through on the slow days, on the fast days, on the days where you're just like, I wish I had more hands. Great. If you can handle a team of five people and, and still make time for other things in your life, great. I know who I am and I know I don't have the capacity to manage a team of people to create one result i don't have it in me because i'm the type of person where if it's not done how i would want to do it and i can't do it myself i don't want the stress of feeling like oh my god let me walk in here i hope it's correct right (laughs) i can't do it then
1: i'm stressed then i'm stressed out just make sure that you're doing the shit that you're supposed to be doing that i want you to do
0: yes and it's like you said If I'm going to go on vacation, I don't want to be at the beach with the laptop and on the phone arguing when I should be in the water. Right. So.
1: These are... um, On the beach enjoying the beach with my family.
0: Yes. Yes. I hate going... I even hate going to um, eat with people who are on the phone. Most of the time I feel like, oh, I should have just came by myself. Listen. Like, why are you here?
1: What the fuck you here for?
0: <laughs> but those were um, those were good chapters. They were short, gut chapters. I got the point. But yeah. good chapter.
1: But I feel uh-huh. like, I feel like with this book, I feel like he's speaking to the person that doesn't know this about themselves. So yeah. he's driving in that he's he's, he's he's reiterating the same thing in each chapter, like it's you, it's you, you do it, you do it, you could do it, you yep. can do it, believe yeah. itself, so, so
0: yeah it's a it's a good read for people who need to get out of their way, yeah and, uh, and really stop overthinking themselves out of a good thing because okay. they're scared of what it's gonna look like, but um, our next read will be the second week of November, uh-huh. And we'll read chapters 10 through 15. Okay. And I'll tell Kiki so she knows. But yeah. Group chat. Good read, good, read, good stuff. Um, This month is almost over
2: in a few days. I know. That was quick.
1: Listen, this, month, goes, this month is going by so fast, I forget that we're at the end of the month.
0: This month is going by so fast. I'm just like, damn, it feels like 2023. Listen.
1: Okay. Well,
0: yeah. It's going to be your Jordan year. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Do, do this. Okay. <laughs> jump in. Jump in. Um, but, yeah. I haven't um voted yet. I want to early vote. but um, I
1: haven't either. I want to go early voting, too. I said I'm going to do it on Friday.
0: When you early vote, can you vote anywhere that's doing voting, or you have to go to the place?
1: The same you, have, place? you just have to go anywhere in your county. Okay. Because are you for early voting? All you need to do is just show your ID. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. So whatever county that um you live in um in the city in your in the state that you're registered to vote in, <laughs> you could just go anywhere. Um, it's a library, not too far from here, that's doing early voting. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go there. I'm just, I'm, I'm just being lazy. I mean, that's all there's to it. I'm just being lazy with it. But I'm gonna go on Friday.
0: Yeah, I just don't want to deal with like you have to do today. Today's the day, people. Like, uh, uh-uh. I don't
1: live. Yeah, I felt like, um, I feel like Saturday is gonna be a shit show if I decide to go on the Saturday. So. Oh, I don't
0: yeah. know. I gotta take advantage of one of these early before work mornings and go. Hopefully, yeah. they before I gotta work.
1: And then you go. can look it up online to see um, the closest place near you that's doing it and what times they're open. But they're, I, I feel like they're all open between seven a.m. and seven p.m.
2: Mm. Okay. Well,
0: that is it. What's up, MF Dizzy, Brianna? What's up? Thank you guys for um stopping in here. You know, just oh, yeah, talking
2: to-
1: thinking. And-
0: yeah. Um I'll probably drop this by Friday. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. My name is Shan. That is Casey. You can find us on Twitter or IG, so it pays you on B, so on the go book club. And uh, each season we read a new book, and uh, this season we're reading Don't Believe Everything You Think by Joseph Wynn. A nice read, whether it's audio or in person, if you like to smell books like me. um, Good book. We almost finished. Uh, whose pick is next pick?
1: I don't know. Is it Kiki? I feel like it's Kiki's.
0: Okay. Well, has, I, don't know I
1: feel like she hasn't picked it in a while.
0: 'Cause she she this was actually her pick and but you pick. Yeah. Cause she, so we'll see. But um yeah, that's it. Have a great night. It's Wednesday. I know we usually record on Tuesday, but life um
1: right. that happens.
0: Be it, we won't talk. Uh be easy, trick-or-treating, carry your garlic and um your peace, both kinds. And uh Don't be driving fast on the street. Watch the kiddos and uh, enjoy. Enjoy.
1: For sure. Bye. Bye, boo.